0: So we're so excited today. We are the Hallmarkies podcast and we are here to talk about the newest season. There's a whole new season. It's so exciting for Hallmark. It's the countdown to summer for May and we're going to be talking all about it and what we think. Uh, it's just our preview show. We have no idea. None of us have seen the films. So It's all just fun. And I'm Rachel, and I am here with my friends. Amy and Craig is here. Hello. Yay. And Lisa is here. Hi, guys. Yay! Thanks so much for joining me. And before we get started, I just wanted to give a little shameless plug for our new Patreon account that we just started. It's very exciting. Combining our teams with my work at Rachel's Reviews, with Hallmarkies podcast, and uh, with Amy's channel. It's so exciting. Yay! Yay. And so it's going to be a chance to see early content. We're We're going to have different kinds of rewards, including our Facebook group that is going to be exclusive just to patrons. And we are going to have so much fun with there. We're really excited about it. So if you are a fan of the podcast, nothing is going to change as far as your ability to enjoy the podcast, like always. But If you want some perks and you feel like you can support us, we sure would appreciate it. So uh, yeah, uh, take a look. We'll put a link in the description section uh, to the Patreon. And we have so appreciated the people who have already sponsored. So thank you very much. Yes. But uh, yes. So let's dive in. First of all, Lisa, how do you feel about this whole idea of Countdown to Summer as a concept for season?
1: It took me a minute to realize that it wasn't a replacement for Summer Nights. I guess is what they're calling it now. Um, Because I was, I was thought, oh, they changed the name, and then I realized, oh no, this is a new edition because they're doing a new Saturday movie every Saturday this year. Right. Um, Yeah. When I was a teacher, I'd be super into this because, like, when I was in working in public education, I would have been super into. Mm -hmm. I mean. I'm into it now because it's new movies but I'm just saying like the idea of it yes because towards this time of year it's just like close enough to be the end of the year but not quite and it's almost a little torturous
0: yeah because they've always had kind of random movies in May like Mm -hmm. in 2017 they had All for Love and then they which Mm -hmm. was the military kind of so good and then they also had, I think they also had Campfire Kiss if I'm not mistaken that was in May which was also super cute, and then last year I think we only got one in May. I think it was the Royally Ever After. I could yeah. Sure oh that yeah, was that was a little
1: mid mid movie that wasn't attached to anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: So I uh, and that one was pretty good. I liked it, and so yeah, it was a pretty pretty interesting time. But I feel like it's a bit of a missed opportunity based on these, at least these synapses that we've gotten, because I, I think that, that the only people who are counting down to summer are teachers. Teachers are counting down to summer. So I would have made a movie like the uh, Eric Mabius one, where he's the teacher, the sub, mm-hmm. substitute teacher, and it falls in love with the other teacher, or uh, the one where the promposal one, with andrew oh, walker that, so that, cute. Would have, that would have been a good one that kind of a story involving students in school that just I, makes sense
2: i think it would have been cute if they would have done a like a high school teacher taking students like right after school to like uh like a school summer trip type of mm-hmm. deal mm-hmm. that would have been so fun and then meets a meets another teacher from a different school they're both on the same trip mm-hmm. there you go homework take my id
0: yeah it could be like that um the hallmark hall of fame with about space camp oh yeah yeah it'd be perfect It'd be perfect yeah i don't know it's it's i don't feel like it really kind of makes i feel like these are just kind of summer nights movies but we're getting them in this countdown to summer so
1: yes everyone still kind of has light jackets on nobody's really in like sundresses and stuff yet so
2: well i mean it depends what part of the country you live in true (laughs) (laughs) i've been wearing shorts for like two months now
1: (laughs) oh i'm so jealous look i'm in a sweater because it dropped down to like 40 today and there was snow in northern connecticut hello
0: (laughs) I don't know I tend to not go outside as much as I should so the the weather fluctuations don't affect me the way that they probably should but uh I don't know these just seem completely random and like mildly related to summer particularly a feeling of home it has nothing to do with summer I don't think at all Mm -hmm. so I don't know it's just they had to give it a name that's the one they came up with I guess (laughs) they couldn't just call it like may movies that's that doesn't work so
2: i still think they should have done their whole the whole baby thing post spring babies then weddings then summer hello no (laughs) one listens to me (laughs) i'm surprised they don't just have a like
0: uh what would they call it like a uh uh, they could call it like a pause and purrs month or something and have them all be dogs and cats stories.
1: I'm saying, I oh. put on Twitter that they need to have all these Hallmark men put on their sweaters and hold dogs and make it a calendar. <laughs> yeah, and then you it then the to Go to animal shelters.
2: Yeah, yep. that, I, would, I would snap that up in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah. Pause and purr's
1: months.
0: <laughs> they should do it. Next year, instead of count on the summer, we all agree, pause it should be her. pause and purr's months. Okay, <laughs> well, so what we're going to do is we are going to talk about the four movies from countdown to summer give our thoughts what we think and then we will also talk about the Haley dean's three movies as as much as we know and talk about that and if we have time we will talk about some feature film trailers that we thought might be interesting to our audience so first we have uh, on the 4th of May we have Paris Wine and Romance and this stars Jen Lilly who of course we love who's been in Dash of Love, Mingle All the Way, yes I do, so many fun stuff and we have interviewed her twice and she's the best uh, and it has Dan Giannette from the good witch and i am so excited to have him in a regular Hallmark movie this is so so cool and he's got his french accent going strong which i am so excited about and this is directed by alex zam who was previously seen a directing last year directing a christmas prince on netflix and he's also done christmas in evergreen Crown for christmas uh for hallmark amongst others and uh, those are both two pretty good ones uh, so this is his first i think it's his first for hallmark non-christmas uh but uh yeah this movie was filmed in paris mm. and bulgaria i guess What? And- <laughs> Yes, in area, and the story is Isabella travels to Paris to compete in a major wine competition while there she meets Jacques, a competitor who shows her the city of love and teaches her about how wine is more than just a business. now, technically, I think that Paris is the city of lights, not the city of love but i'll I'll let it go i I think that i that this Plot could be fun. Uh, I we don't. I don't think we know who the writer is. Uh, but I I feel like they could have pretty fun chemistry. My worry about this movie is that it will get too lost in the wine. And it will get really boring about which <laughs> wine is best, and is a Merlot the best, or back and forth, back and forth. But I did like the snail uh, the escargot scene they showed in the preview. I thought looked pretty funny and and pretty fun. Uh, and it will be kind of hilarious to see how they cover up her baby bump with those yeah. like flowing uh, <laughs> like jackets or whatever they call sweaters. That was kind of funny, uh, but. Overall, I thought this looked fun enough. I don't know. Um, what do you think, Amy, about this one?
2: I'm so excited for this one. I'm, I, I think it's really cute. I'm worried about the French accent <laughs> that Dan Giannette is giving. He is from Quebec, so I guess he's around it. Like, was around it growing up and stuff. Because they speak French in Quebec. But still, I'm worried <laughs> that it's going to like break at some point. It's going to sound weird. So I'm hoping for the best. But other than that, I'm really, really excited for this one. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, the other thing that kind of made me nervous is that scene they showed on the bridge.
2: Mm-hmm. They,
0: the sound quality, it was really actually hard to hear what they were saying because of all the noise, the ambient noise from the cars and the other stuff going on. And I'm like, I hope they work on that. I hope you can actually hear what they're saying. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Lisa, what did you think of the Okay. Kind of-
1: I am excited for, I wrote down three reasons why I'm excited for this. One, it's Paris. Hello. Um, I were just just, there. Yeah, I was just there in December. So it's exciting. And of course, I miss it already. And I keep looking at tickets and I keep texting my sister. I'm like, look at these, they're they're on sale. (laughs) So it'll be fun to like see all the places And I already, even in the small little snippets we saw, I already saw places I recognize that I remember seeing. So I'm like, yes. Two, it's Jim Lilly. Mm-hmm. I mean
0: yeah can't go she's, wrong the best.
1: There. she's amazing and three I am a sucker for an embarrassing meat cute and her whole deal where she's like oh that wine is okay I guess and then she finds out it's her wine and she's like oh, oops <laughs> I love a good embarrassing meat cute so yes I'm I'm in for this one
0: yeah so uh, what do you have anything that you're concerned about it with it or are you just mostly excited
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Rachel, that I'm, I don't want it to be get like too wine technical and get caught up in like the wine competition where it's a lot of planning a lot of, Oh my gosh, it's not ready. Or I have to do this. or I have to do that. Um, Sometimes, you know, it it gets too caught up in that and there's really not a lot of true relationship progression, but I I have high hopes for this one. I, I like her and and amy i'm with you also although i did look it up once i saw he was doing a french accent i did look it up because i was like okay i know he's canadian but what side of canada and when i saw that i also saw that he's a voice coach Mm. i thought that his accent sounded pretty good to me yeah Yeah.
2: i'm just worried it's gonna crack (laughs) in one scene and it's gonna be like but I'm really, I'm really hoping that the wine is made before she goes to Paris. So, like, like, That's it's true. already made. Like, yeah. we have it, so we don't have to go through the, oh, no, like, I need this to add or whatever. I don't, I don't know how wine is made. <laughs> so
0: far, the, the Hallmark wine movies is a, <laughs> it's a rough watch. It's a rough, so we need some redemption for this, that genre <laughs> I'm <laughs> thinking you know, it's, it's the mm-hmm. first Vineyard movie. I don't think there's been one that I've liked. So, you know, we'll see. But yeah, this looks pretty fun. We are doing a our, our order, sorry, our ranking system for these movies. We always have kind of a silly ranking system, but we are using drinks <laughs> for our ranking. So our lowest is some flat soda pop that's not, that's been left out maybe a couple days. And then our next level is water, just plain water. And then we have iced tea as our next level. And our best of the best is fresh squeezed lemonade. So Lisa, what ranking would you give this uh, Paris Wine and Romance?
1: Okay, I'm going to go halfway between iced tea and lemonade. And I'm going to go with sweet tea.
0: <laughs> Very good. Okay, good. Like lemony tea.
2: Yeah. Kind of
0: Sweet. Yeah, yeah, very good, Amy. What about you?
2: Yeah, I think I'm gonna go in between, also like a nice Arnold Palmer in between, right there. <laughs>
1: so good. Amy, yeah.
2: So good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess
0: I will. We should have created five lists. I guess because I five. think I will do the same. I think I'll do the same. Uh, I, I, I'm really hopeful about it, and I'm really excited that they. We have Dan Jeanette as a lead because I, I really did enjoy him in the uh, Good Witch. So uh, that's fun that they're putting our Good use, Good Witch ask actresses and actors to use. That makes me yeah. happy.
2: And he does a great job, too. He's on the bold type also on Freeform. Mm.
0: Okay. Uh, so then next, on the 11th, we have A Feeling of Home. And this stars Jonna Walsh, who this is her Hallmark debut, And uh, she was in the show Baby Daddy, I guess. And then uh, Nathan Parsons, also his debut. He was on Once Upon a Time. And he was on the show Bunheads, which I loved. If any of you watched that, uh, it has Mary Margaret Humes and I'm very excited to have Robbie Benson in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> hey! If you didn't know, Robbie Benson is the voice of the beast in Beauty and the Beast, and he's the best. So that's very exciting. <laughs> and this is directed by Richard Goodbye, who did a gingerbread romance recently, and uh, it has a team of writers. Uh, Greg Rawson and Brian Sawyer, who did the recent Crosswords Mystery, Gingerbread Romance, Twist of Christmas, Christmas at Graceland, uh, and then Dwayne Poole, who did Royally Ever After, Christ- The Christmas List, Moonlight in Mistletoe, and more. And this was all filmed in Vancouver, made to look like Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver is texas mm-hmm. and its web entrepreneur entrepreneur abby hides her texas roots to convince a backer she's from new england a task complicated by a trip home and an unexpected reunion with ryan her high school sweetheart lisa what are your thoughts on this feeling of home movie
1: okay i have some native texan thoughts and <laughs> I'm excited because it's Texas, even though it's Canadian Texas. I'm still here <laughs> for it because, yes. Um, although, I will say, I'm excited for the lead guy. I've never seen th- I, any of these shows that these two leads, have, I've never seen those shows. But mm-hmm. his voice is like velvet, and he's in those uh, cowboy boots, and uh, yes, I'm here for it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the line storylines, where they're trying to get away with something it just makes me so tense and so anxious the whole time because you just know it's gonna be revealed and the whole time that's all I can think about is just like this person is lying to get ahead or to get a job or to and those make me really tense so I'm hoping Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping it's maybe they'll reveal it early on and so I don't have to worry about it but I don't know
0: yeah so this is almost the same plot as home by spring which if you remember that took me to a dark place i (laughs) hated that movie it was not for me it's almost the exact same plot but yeah i agree with you i hope that they will uh let that go fairly quickly because it just defies all logic of why you would lie and make and expect everybody else in your whole hometown to also lie and i mean especially in home by spring when literally the first words out of the guy's mouth that she's working for is i hate liars uh, it's the first thing he says why on earth would you lie it, it's, it's bonkers yeah but anyway i the, yeah the plot is not my favorite, but, man, he's dreamy. This Nathan Parsons. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> he was very yeah. dreamy in those preview clips. Oh, yeah. I was a big fan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: do, do you agree, Amy? Yes. Well, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but they did a reboot this season on the CW of Roswell, New Mexico, and uh-huh. he is Max Evans on Roswell. And... <laughs> this week was the season finale and oh my god i was like the season finale i'm like i can't wait till next season if they get a next season of that show to see nathan parsons again i'm like he is gorgeous also the episode was controversial but i'm not gonna like spoil it because it's like a big reveal in this episode but anyways i was like he's in a hallmark movie (laughs) (laughs) and i loved him on once upon a time and i just oh i've always thought he was gorgeous and um So I'm probably a little jaded about this movie by that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What I hope is this will be more Sweet Home Alabama
2: Mm -hmm. than Home
0: by Spring. Let's hope.
2: Yeah. I think it's going to be more like, because like the way the the synopsis is, the way I understand it is like she's trying to convince somebody that she's from New England and then all of a sudden she has to go home. And so she's like, how am I going to convince this person when like I'm in Texas with my family, you know, etc type of thing i don't think that she's actually going to be like pretending while she's at home unless she's like on the phone i don't think that person's gonna show up in texas that she's trying to convince i
0: I hope so because that would be more sweet home alabama-ish like she's got to go back home and then she runs into the the high school school yard all that would be i'd be fine with that and uh yeah i mean i love a man in a cowboy hat that's i'm a big fan
1: They put him in a real cowboy hat because sometimes in these movies, they'll think it's a cowboy hat and it's not really, but his was good. Although I was a little concerned that it was a felt hat and it's almost summer. And I'm like, maybe you should be in a straw hat, but But it's the
0: countdown to summer.
1: That's my Texas in me. And also one (laughs) random note is in this little um, preview clip, she's on that tractor in a long coat and the whole time i was like honey please don't wear that long coat on that tractor because it's just flapping down there and i'm just like please, please. that's why everybody tucks in and has those belt buckles
0: i think we definitely have learned from this preview show that lisa needs to live tweet okay. <laughs> we all agree Okay. <laughs> I-
2: I, I do have to say, if you guys enjoy this movie, you, you like Nathan Parsons as, like, a cowboy. He plays a police officer slash kind of cowboy guy in New Mexico, in Roswell. So, like, uh-huh. if you want more of that after this movie, go go watch that show on the CW app. Okay, it's-
0: yeah. But I'm very excited for Robbie Benson. This is going to be very... It's going to be fun to yeah. see. Hopefully, he doesn't have a scene where he gets mad, because then it's just like, oh, the beast is taking <laughs> back. Like what's going on? <laughs> the beast is a non-work movie. I mean, the poor guy—he can't escape it. But uh, <laughs> I don't actually know who that is. <laughs> Robbie Benson. He's the voice of the beast in Beauty oh, and the Beast. The original, yeah. like. So yeah, if he gets mad, and, yeah, the original animated, not the, not the one with no. like, I pretend doesn't exist. But the, uh,
2: but no, like if he's like,
0: go ahead
2: and starve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That movie came out like six years before I was born, so I would never have known that was the voice of the Beast.
0: Oh, but as a Disney fan, you should know. I do not take that excuse, Amy. You should know the voice actors of Beauty and the Beast. All right. Uh, so uh, what, uh, what ranking do you give this?
1: Uh, what drink do you give it, uh, Lisa? I'm going with iced tea with... Sugar kind
0: of packets. watered down. Sort of
1: watered down yeah, iced tea. I, I live in the north now, and so when you ask for sweet tea, they bring you regular tea with sugar packets, and I just, it makes my soul Earth. cave in just a little bit. <laughs> so I'm giving this iced tea with and little packets.
0: Oh, artificial even.
1: Yeah. Sugar.
0: We'll yeah. see. All right. Amy, what about you?
2: I'm going to give it like a minute made lemonade, not like an ice cold fresh lemonade. <laughs> like a little bit more than iced tea.
0: You no. Know?
2: okay
0: yeah i'm gonna give it like we're getting so creative in this one that's great i'm gonna give it a water with like a thing of lemon in it
1: oh yeah. my heart uh, That's good. i'm gonna use I, that later on one of these Okay. Same. but i do
0: th- oh i did like that we forgot the, the cow scene i never thought i think a cow was so cute but that was pretty cute but yeah. it ran
1: Milk and the poor thing was just sucking on that bottle like that nipple was just like pinched closed because they ran out and I was like, "Get that cow some more milk." It <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> was a pretty cute cow, though. It was. Cute. Uh, <laughs> and it's fun. They're trying out some new people. I always like that. That's yes. it's fun to see, and I do feel a little bit that way with, with some with a bunch of these. You know that they're like they're testing out some new talent, which is fun. Mm-hmm. So then we have on the eighteenth we have sailing into love. This stars Chris McNally, who was in Sweetest Heart, When Calls the Heart, uh, Winter Princess. He's a lot of fun. And then Leah Renee, who was in Love by the Book, and a Fiona Room, Jillian Walshack, Tegan Vince eric gustafeson so it's got a pretty decent cast this is directed by lee friedlander who we have interviewed and uh, she of course did switch for christmas love of course Royal ever after and i asked her who the writer was but she i guess there was a group and so but she said you guys are gonna love this one that's what <clears throat> she said to me on twitter so <laughs> she's excited about it uh the 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 Little explanations. Biology teacher Claire is bridesmaid is a bridesmaid and conducts a class on Blue Island. Claire takes action when she learns her former boyfriend works for the developer building a resort on Blue Island. So, Amy, what are your first thoughts about this one?
2: I don't want to find this dumb bird. I don't care <laughs> like, <laughs> like honestly I saw the preview and I was like wow Chris McNally's is cute yeah this this girl looks like a good actress but literally their meet cute I'm pretty sure is him dumping sardines on her like I don't care <laughs> I'm not a big fan of sailing I'm like I don't care please no I'm I'm glad there's a good director so at least it'll be watchable but like the storyline I just know yeah yeah Lisa envir- like don't get me wrong I love the environment you know save save the whales but like I don't care about this bird and this developed on the island and sardines really like anyways that's, that's
0: my
1: <laughs> opinion
0: yes uh Lisa what are your
1: thoughts okay so I this is what I wrote okay I'm not super excited for this storyline but I'm hoping they'll bring some fresh ideas to the the developer wants to develop and do their job. Um, yeah. Some piece of land. I'm hoping there'll be some fresh twist to it. But I did write down during the preview that I am excited to see Chris McNally on a boat in his summer sweater with his unicorn hair flowing in the breeze because they kept showing it. And I was like, yeah. his hair is just... I don't know what he does. But he must use like like conditioning like leave-in conditioners or something i don't know but every time i see them on tv i'm just like your hair is amazing!" and now they have a mountain the like the outside with it flowing so i'm excited about that
0: yeah i mean i'm a little bit confused about why she, she's a bridesmaid but she's also teaching this class like, yeah she I'm doesn't live there right so don't know.
2: she just so happens to get a job at the same place she's being a bridesmaid
0: it's confusing. Maybe I she's
2: on summer I, break.
0: Yeah, yeah. I hope that we can get Lee in here and <laughs> do an interview or something. We can maybe pump up this movie a little bit more. Cause she did seem very excited and she usually has really good projects. And I, uh, yeah, I, the plot is not my favorite. I do not care if they build this hotel. Build the hotel. It'll be
2: fine. It'll be good for them anyways. Wouldn't it give money to the town, you know? Yeah, and jobs. Jobs you know it's just so it feels so tired
0: but with the right chemistry and the right things then tired plots can be fun and they can work you know we saw that in at Christmas with Majestic Christmas when I, when I first heard the plot of that I was like oh save the theater this is gonna be so boring and it worked and I loved it and it was amazing so uh it, it and I I love Chris McNally I think Lea Renee I think that her movie is fun that love by the book I like I love that
1: one I thought it was super yeah. cute
0: Mm -hmm. is really good and so i am going to give this one i'm gonna give it a water Mm
2: -hmm.
0: just off of lee and the cast uh but uh, amy what about you
2: yeah i'm gonna go with the water too it would i I gotta say it would be interesting if they stopped this hotel from being built because of environmental reasons and not because it's a historical site anyways
0: (laughs) yeah but uh i don't know i feel like you can you can usually build the hotel but do it in um... I don't know, do it in responsible ways or, or something like that. Like, at least the one good thing about the story of us is at least they kind of came to a weird sort of <laughs> compromise
1: <laughs> of we're yeah. going to
0: build the building on top of another building so you don't have to destroy your building. Like, okay, that was sort of weird. Yeah. But like, uh, I mean,
1: with no benefit to the other tenants, but
0: yeah, don't get Yeah, it me. was weird. But least Lisa, <laughs> Lisa, what about you? What do, do you go- think? Water. Water, yeah.
1: But it'll be nice bottled water.
2: <laughs> okay, good. It'll be like the Fiji water. Mine's like California tap water. <laughs> yeah. Not water from the crate. <laughs> <laughs> like when I
1: grew up and they were like drink from the hose. Yeah. Oh, drink the <laughs> <laughs> it'll be nice cold chilled water.
0: <laughs> okay, good.
1: good. Okay. Alright. Alright, then last
0: one we have for Countdown to Summer is Love in the Sun. This is on the 25th. It stars Emirate Emer- Emer- Tobla, Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Tobia. Tobia. Okay. And she's pretty new to acting. Like she didn't have that. I looked up her IMDb. She only had a handful of credits. So that's kind of fun. Uh, So, and then Tom Madden, uh, he was on the Scream show, Scream TV show. And he, I think played the little boy in Nanny Express, which is one of my favorites. So, go figure. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing for Hallmark, uh, which is kind of fun. This is directed by Rich Newey, who is has done a bunch of Good Witch episodes. And uh, it's written by Joa Boatkin. So... Yes. Uh, and I guess Sean Christian also was writing it, but Joa is amazing. So that's the huge plus in this movie. thing, And it was all filmed in St. Petersburg. So the mm-hmm. same... I don't know if it was the same time as true love blooms, uh, which was also filmed in St. Petersburg that this last um, spring fever movie, uh, but it's kind of fun that they're branching out uh, and uh, filming in Florida now. So yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the plot of this is a dating app creator finds her views on love ch- challenged when she returns home to Florida and right, re- reconnects with her high school sweetheart. So uh i i thought that the uh, there were things i liked about the preview of this i liked the banter i think you could tell that it was a good writer i could tell a in there writing and i i thought they were (coughs) very beautiful i thought they were very beautiful both of them were very attractive and i liked the diversity and i didn't think that he was selling the lines very well he wasn't my favorite actor just by the clip he could be amazing in the movie but just by the clip it made me a little concerned about their chemistry even though they're both very attractive but i hope that it'll be fun uh and uh you know we'll see uh, at least it looks like something a little bit different as far as the setting and everything but amy what did you think of this one
2: I'm excited that we're getting new talent. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see both of these people and see if they're going to be future Hall Stars. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the dating app thing anymore. Like, I just, I don't know why. I just don't enjoy that as much anymore. And I'm kind of just 50-50 on this, like, storyline. Like, I feel like it could go either
1: way real Mm -hmm. quickly.
2: Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. Lisa, what are you thinking?
1: Um. Okay, I am actually kind of excited about this one because I love her. Um, oh. I didn't watch the entire Shadowhunters um, series, but I watched like the first two seasons. Um, I read all the books and so I was, and the first movie was, Yikes. but I did watch the series and I love her and it is. she's hmm. from Texas like south texas like i have family down from where she's from and i'm just like super excited to see she's her. stunning yeah oh yeah, yeah. she's incredibly oh, yeah. beautiful and she's from brownsville texas hey hey, hey. and so i'm like <laughs> really legit excited to see another hispanic actress um joining hallmark and being in a lead role i i'm not familiar with him um mm-hmm. i thought some of the stuff was funny i liked when he said there was seasons He's like we got seasons pollen hurricane yeah. football <laughs> yeah I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I did think that um, it reminded me a little about destination wedding that um, one with um, oh,
0: Alexa. yes
1: Pinnovega. Alexa Pinavega and uh, what's his name uh, either way just, anyway uh, um,
0: Jeremy Gilbot.
1: Yes, uh, yeah. in the fact that you know they're on the beach and they rekindle and so I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how this goes. I think that they gave enough hints about their backstory to give make me wonder like what happened why yeah. they broke up he says at one point he moved to Chicago to be with her but now he's back in Florida like um it was enough to get me interested to figure out why they didn't work out and what's going to bring them mm-hmm. back together again
0: yeah so. so I will give this one in iced tea I, th- I I'm hopeful it'll be good uh what do you think Lisa
1: I'm gonna do the same I'm, I'm hopeful
2: good great okay and Amy what about you yeah, I'm also going to give it a nice tea. I'm, I'm you know, iffy. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Very good. No, that's good. All right. So for the Haley Dean mysteries, uh, they, this are the seventh, eighth, and ninth of the Haley Dean films. Uh, what I thought, I thought I'd do the same thing that I did for Morning Show Murders in our previous show for that season, uh, that I would read each of these synopsis and you could tell we could each pick which one we're the most interested in. And in last time there was this whole emphasis on her finding the killer of her uh fiance. And so it was more of a serious kind of arc I guess for her character. Um but this one seems very focused. These three seem very focused on Viv Leacock's character and most of the plots have something to do with him as her, as uh, the uh, detective that she is working with. So first one is Haley Dean, Death on Duty is the name. And it's Haley aids Garland, that's the Vividly character, in investigating the murder of his former Marine friend with a growing list of suspects who each seem to have strong motives. Haley uses her investigative skills as well as her uncanny ability to read people to read and follow the clues that will lead them to the killer. And when the body of female Marine shows up in the same park where Fincher's body was found, the case takes a whole new turn as Haley uncovers a conspiracy that puts her own life in danger as she pursues justice for the victims. So that's plot number one. Second one is uh, Haley Dean, a prescription for murder. So that's a pretty good name. And it's uh, Haley aids Garland in investigating a rapidly growing string of murders at Atlanta Memorial Hospital when Fincher's girlfriend, Dr. Megan Phillips, is named a suspect in the first killing. As the list of suspects grows with each new victim's death, Haley's keen investigative skills, her uncanny ability to read people and her passion for justice lead her through a labyrinth of clues and eventually point to the killer. But when she gets too close to the truth, Haley becomes the killer's next target for murder. That's very exciting. And the last one we know the least about, but it's Haley Dean killer sentence, which is a pretty good name. I think it's, Haley knows district attorney, Paulina D Arrazio, who's played by Lauren Hawley, is innocent of the murder of a man. She once put behind bars and must do all she can to prove it in the face of mounting evidence. So we've got the, uh, the first one is the Marine, the ex Marine that, uh, uh, the f- friend of Garland's and that will lead to, uh, the, uh, then there's and then there's the female marine who is turns up dead so there's sort of a marine thing going the second one is all about uh, murders at the hospital involved and then involving garland's uh girlfriend and then the third is uh trying to prove that the district attorney didn't uh take the life of this person that she put behind bars so three lisa i know that's a handful to take in but what what is the one that interests you the most of those three
1: uh the second one a prescription for murder
0: yeah and what why why does that sound
1: you know what i'm sorry i read i read the wrong one i'm sorry not not prescription i'm sorry the first one um the one as soon as i said prescription i was like wait a minute that's the hospital one. that's not the one i'm sorry. uh the first one because i know that the first two show a lot of um fincher being a you know almost like a lead with mm-hmm. Haley, which I'm super yeah. excited about. Because as these movies have grown, um, their friendship has grown, and I enjoy them together. I love their scenes together. They're some of my favorite. So I'm excited to see more of him in the spotlight. And so I think the first one with his buddy, I think he's going to have... Um, it's going to be a great opportunity for him to like grow and, and show more range, because it's going to be him personally affected, you know, so... I'm, Mm-hmm. I'm excited to. I'm excited to see that one. So I'm sorry I misspoke. It's the first one that I'm, I'm okay. About,
0: yeah, yeah, I can see that definitely. Amy, what about you? Which one to you sounds the most interesting?
2: I think I'm most excited for the last one because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we'll get some good courtroom scenes in that one.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I if. If she actually did do it, I think it would be so great yeah. to see like a Lauren Holly, deliciously evil, you know, kind of kind of like what we got in the um, in that Christmas Catch one, yeah. Amy, remember? Yeah. where she turns out to be the d- duplicitous <laughs> secret awesome. agent. Sorry, spoiler alert for the Christmas Catch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I I think that uh. <laughs> hmm they all sound pretty decent actually to me and i wasn't a big fan of the last set uh it was a little i don't know just wasn't my favorite with the, the way they resolved everything and but i'm gonna go with the first one as well i think i don't want to have some nice heart and uh, in seeing these friends of his i mean the the stuff at the hospital does sound kind of fun but you know in a, in a mystery kind of way but uh, but yeah we will we'll will see so it'll be interesting to see how it turns out with Haley Dean so
2: I, I was very surprised that they were making more I thought the last one from last year was like a good end to the series
0: yeah I, I thought it was seen an that. ending
2: so I was surprised when they announced more
0: yeah I wasn't a big fan of that ending I was kind of like oh of course it's the Rob Lowe character annoying <laughs> but uh but yeah I can see what you're saying I can see that, but I guess they just needed needed something for the month of May. <laughs> so there you go, Haley Dean. Um, okay, so we have uh, we have four feature films. We just give our quick thoughts on. We watch the trailers that I thought that seemed like something our audience would be interested in, and just for fun. Uh, the first one is called The Hustle. This is a remake of dirty ron scoundrels and it stars rebel wilson and anne hathaway uh as kind of slightly bumbling con artists and uh uh what what did you think of this trailer uh lisa
1: uh you know it's just not my kind of shtick so i mean i i like everybody in it it's just these aren't typically my kind of comedy movies that i enjoy mm-hmm. so i was kind of like eh
0: yeah. Do you like the, have you ever seen the original Dirty Around Scoundrels? Yes,
1: but I mean, oh gosh, that was a long time ago. And I remember very few scenes of it, mostly inappropriate ones. But, okay.
0: But. <laughs> okay. Amy, what did you think of it? Do you think it looks funny?
2: Yeah, I think it looks funny. I'm excited to see it. I love um, Rebel Wilson a lot. I'm not a huge fan of Anne Hathaway's accent in it, but. Oh, yeah other than that i think it's gonna be cute i don't know i've never seen the original i've never even heard of it so (laughs) i don't know
0: (laughs) it's pretty funny but i do think it is r-rated i'm not sure but anyway uh this i think has huge potential it could totally fall flat as all comedies have that potential but i I i'm hoping that they'll have kind of a good chemistry between the two of them and that it'll be you know a lot of fun and uh so i'm i am cautiously optimistic let's say on this one that it will be funny so i guess i'd give it on our scale i'd give it a uh a, probably a, a tea a nice tea
2: yeah
0: yeah that's fine so then next we have palms which is i really love it because more and more senior citizens are going to the movies because there's senior citizen rates it's something to do and like there are always senior citizens in almost every screening that i go to and uh, so there's what hollywood has done is they've every year there's four or five whether it's dramas or comedies that are designed for senior citizens and to entertain them so i think that's great this is our latest latest version of old people can do stuff <laughs> movie <laughs> and, um it's it 's old people can be cheerleaders movie and uh, Diane Keaton plays a woman moves into this uh assisted living type place uh, and uh they her and a bunch of other ladies decide to start a cheerleading club because they didn't get to do it in high school and i think it looks pretty funny i think it looks charming Rhea Perlman is in it who i like jackie weaver's in it who i like and so i think it looks like it could be pretty funny but um what did you think amy as a youngin
2: um i think it's gonna be cute um i'll probably watch it with my parents um I showed, <laughs> I showed the trailer to my grandmother actually and she's like no I, I just i don't like it why would i be a cheerleader and i'm like okay <laughs> grandma all right um oh, that's funny so yeah i don't know i'll probably watch it my parents will probably rent it and i'll watch it with them but i'm not like "Yeah, i'm gonna go to the movies and <laughs> go see it
1: yeah <laughs> lisa what did you think of the trailer Oh, I'm super in. I am so into these ensemble comedies with women over 40, like 40, 50, 60, especially if they're English and they're all getting together to do, yes, I'm so in. And I love it because I will go early in the morning and I will do that and then come home and take a nap and basically just be one of them.
0: (laughs) Yes. So they're inspirational. They're aspirational.
1: Yes, I'm, this demographic is super in my wheelhouse because I can't wait. I'm like, once I get there, these are my dreams
0: yeah 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 I'm, I'm probably giving it a nice tea i think it looks fun I, i'm looking forward to it i liked book club last year i know a lot of people didn't but i thought I it was fun.
2: Too, but again i did love it? all of those yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my mom my mom loved that movie oh, yes. <laughs> oh they make me laugh yes
0: it was funny all right next we have the sun is also the star and this is a romantic drama, I guess you'd say, uh, where a uh, two people meet cute in New York City. One is the daughter of some refugees who are being uh, deported. Evidently, um, the other—I'm not sure where what his i can't remember what his living situation is but anyway they make kind of a pact that uh that they're that they won't fall in love with each other but they're going to spend the day together and of course they do fall in love with each other and i guess the thing that makes me interested in this i guess it is based off of a book but the thing that makes me interested about this movie is i do like that they are unknowns at least to me i've never seen them before and uh they're they're diverse i have an asian american actor an african american actor and it seems like they have pretty good chemistry and so i'm hopeful that it'll be kind of a a sweet little surprise but it could also be super not great so i don't know (laughs) what did you think lisa of this trailer
1: okay this is something that i know like every once in a while you just know you want to cry You're just like, I want to watch something and cry. And so you'll, there's these crying movies and I'm in for this because for the crying, I know I'm going to cry. I know I'm going to be upset by it and I'm going to love it and I'm going to obsess about it. And the lead dude, I feel slightly creepy because I think he's very attractive and I feel like I could probably be his mom. (laughs) (laughs) Like age wise, but he's 28. Oh, (laughs) then never mind. <laughs> that little half, and then add seven. <laughs> Done.
2: What did you think of this, Amy? I'm really excited for this. I'm probably gonna cry. Um, it's like one of those like five feet apart type, you know, movies. It's gonna just make me cry my eyes out. And I think it's gonna be cute. I'm so excited. I'm gonna read the book before I see it. Um, yeah. And the the main guy, I have seen him before. He did like some a lot of short film type stuff that oh, I've on YouTube. Uh so um i'm excited to see him in like a feature-length film i've never seen the girl before she's pretty young i think she's like 18 so i'm i'm really excited to see this
0: cool yeah i'm gonna give it a water with some lemon in (laughs) i'm hopeful that it'll be good but i think it has potential to not be good but let's hope it'll be good uh so (laughs) okay then lastly we have Aladdin this is our next up we just had Dumbo and our live action Disney re- remakes and uh, anybody who follows me on my other channel knows that I'm not a big fan of these remakes in general there's been a few that I've liked I liked Cinderella I liked the Jungle Book well enough and I loved Pete's Dragon that, to me it's the best by far um, of all of them and uh, Aladdin I I I am attached to the original, but not quite as much as uh, Beauty and the Beast and uh, Little Mermaid, personally. Uh, but I I just I'm not excited about this. I don't I I. I... I just looks, it looks really boring. looks like they're doing the same thing. There's a shot-for-shot shot remake, basically. It doesn't look like they're trying anything new. Uh, I think at least the music sounds good, unlike in Beauty and the Beast. And uh, so that's good, at least. I, I just... I don't... Will Smith is just... It's hard because you're just going to compare him to Robin Williams. And that trailer did look terrible with him. With, with this, the genie, it looked really bad. I... I don't know. It just doesn't excite me. It just looks pretty bland to me uh, for uh, Aladdin. What do you think, Lisa, about this?
1: Um, I, I'm not a fan of the live action remakes. Um, yeah. I'll watch it because of my kids. I'm sure they'll want to see it. But they even, out of all the Disney movies I've pulled out to show them, um, they didn't respond as... Well, to Aladdin as I remember I did as a kid, so I don't uh-huh. know if i like super excited for this one.
0: That's interesting, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Amy, what about you?
2: I'm super excited for this, and I know a lot of people are, I'm not sure about the Will Smith thing, but the thing is, growing up, yeah, I saw the like animated version, but my biggest memory of Aladdin is the stage show from Disneyland that was there for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so that's my experience with Aladdin. That's what I loved about Aladdin was the live action stage show at Disneyland. Um, and so I'm really excited for this because I miss that show so, so much. And I, I just, I can't wait to see this movie. And I'm hoping it'll be better than some of the other live actions they've done. I mean, the only one I really liked was Beauty and the Beast. So, mm-hmm. Yeah
0: yeah it's been a rough road those live action remakes but uh but yeah i i, I think it has that potential to tap into the broadway musical to tap into some of the other stuff it looks like the music is decent and so I, I was very irritated by the star, a person playing Jasmine saying they were going to modernize Jasmine. I'm like, what are you talking about? She literally was returning away suitors right and left. She was sent one out with the tiger biting his butt. Like <laughs> what on earth? She was refusing to get married. Like she was not at all dependent upon a man. So it's kind of frustrating to me that, when people say stuff like that yeah uh, and and guy Ritchie is not a director that i like i really disliked his king arthur movie uh from last year and so yeah uh, i'm gonna give this a flat soda uh, <laughs> i don't know but amy you give it a like would you give it a full-on lemonade
2: um yeah pretty close to it i'm i'm excited cool. i i i miss a lot in life i really really do
0: cool really. good very good lisa what would you give it
1: <laughs> we we'll give it a tap water
0: tap water yeah mm-hmm. i i think that this will be quickly this one was really hard to rank as far as our predictions for the box office because i think that it'll be very quickly kind of moved on and we'll the, the lion king hype will start real quick so anyway it'll be interesting to see so there you go we did it we talked about all of them and uh, so let us know what you would give these uh films uh what's one of the Haley deans you're most excited for what ranking you would give if you're excited for any of these features or maybe something we didn't talk about that you're really looking forward to let us know in the uh, comment section or on twitter that would be really really fun and thank you ladies so much for coming on and talking about these and doing this preview i really appreciate it and so amy where can people find you
2: you can find me on instagram and twitter at it's amy cray and on youtube youtube.com slash week and all stars and newly on patreon under the hallmarkies podcast network
0: That's <laughs> yes, very good and lisa where can people find you
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at girl gone hallmark. And of course the Patreon.
0: Yes. Yes. So you can follow me at Rachel's reviews all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. I'd really appreciate you checking that out. And I'll probably have reviews of all of these feature films on there that we talked about and I do cover all the Disney for sure. So check that out. I would love that. And make sure you check out our Patreon, some of the the benefits, the tiers. It's a lot of fun. We're really excited about it, but follow the podcast Hallmarkies pod all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, if you could give us your ratings and reviews, we really appreciate it. And if you're listening and watching on YouTube, if you give us a thumbs up and please subscribe to the channel, We appreciate that as well. So thanks so much, you guys. And uh, let's hope for a whole bunch of lemonade. It's going to be very exciting. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.